welcome back to the Everyday Wholeness Show, where Janet Uribe and myself, Karen Stultz, talk and share tips, techniques, and situations that can help us develop the inner peace that is wholeness. At the time of this broadcast, there's been another senseless mass shooting of children and adults that can truly have us questioning if the peace that is wholeness is even possible in this world today. Well, Janet and I know, we know deep inside that although there sometimes seems hopeless, useless, and totally unattainable, we, each one of us, have the ability to enjoy wholeness. When we can change our perspective, we can change our truth, and we can be whole. So, hey there, Janet. How are you today? I'm doing okay, Karen. How are you doing? Okay. Yeah, that that another elementary school shooting, mass shooting, uh, along with the shooting in a grocery store, do have that effect on us that it's like, dang, I don't want to live in fear, but I need food. What do I do? Yeah. I need to go to school. What do I do? Yeah. And and the trauma that is going on. And I I know I know there is a reason for everything, but sometimes it just seems dang it. <laughs> this is kind of a morose uh, uh, wholeness show, but the fact is that this is the way life is. Sometimes things happen and we need to find ways of looking at things with the honesty, clarity and completeness in order to feel that wholeness again in us. Yeah. And ultimately for those of you who are listening today, and if any of you have been personally affected by this, I would like to start off with, there is not a lot of words. There are not a lot of words that can bring you comfort at this time. Because what has happened feels unjust. It feels cruel. It feels awful. It feels like a piece of you has been ripped out from inside of you. Mm-hmm. Sorry, friends. I've cried. So when it all happened, I was actually with family and friends and I was witnessing the room. And I noticed that I was the only one really working to fight back my tears. And, and then I even get, later on, once we left, I gave myself the permission to cry um, because I I could feel pain and sadness and, and hate and anger and all of these emotions that run within all of us, but they come out as a trigger when something so catastrophic or painful or traumatic happens. And ultimately for those of you who were affected personally, my sincerest condolences, my love to you, because there are no words. There are no words. And, and the world is, is sending love and support in the best ways that they can. There, we all are. It, it came as a shock to me, I have to say. I was with my, my cousin who is dying as well. And, but he's had a long life. Although I have to say, Janet, not long enough. Uh, people don't even start getting old until they hit 90. So anyone younger than 90 is too young. Mm-hmm. And that is 
the way I was brought up. That is the way I've, I've always felt. And so anyway, um, I came home and Janet and I were uh, talking and it wasn't until I actually came into the house and my brother-in-law, I'm on vacation as this is being recorded. And my brother-in-law said, uh, well, did you hear there's another shooting? And I just stopped in my tracks and my heart sank. And I got angry. I got so angry. I started yelling and stomping around. Everyone just stayed out of my way. I was so angry. And then I cried for all of those souls, for all of their families. As you say, there is nothing that can be said to ease the pain at the moment. But we can tell you that it is possible. It is possible to be whole again. Yeah. Ultimately, there is nothing missing. We've talked about that before. And when something like this happens so grave, so deep, you can't help but feel like something's missing. You can't perceive it any other way. It's, it's, it, it seems so senseless. And, and for people like us that know, and, and people who listen to this show know, everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. And, and this seems so senseless. And it's hard to figure out what could a reason of small children who haven't had that opportunity even to reach two figures in their birth, in their mm-hmm. years. What could be the reason? Yeah. <clears throat> you know, we've talked about contracts before. Yeah. And we've talked about patterns, mirroring. And for me, it was real fascinating. And friends, I'm going to speak of this from my perspective, which is my truth. So I say that to you very transparently because your perspective and your truth is unique to you and it is for you. So some of you may take away from my perspective and my truth and you may uh, get something from it for yourself as well. And some of you may say, let's burn this witch at the cross. Either which way, I'm good. Yeah. Exactly. It is, like I said earlier, it's change your perspective, you change your truth. And each one of us has our own truth. And for me, personally, again, I like the semantics, I need the definitions to understand what perspective is, what is truth. Truth is what you make of it. And it's important to feel good with the truth that you are using. And I'm not saying ignore the facts. Facts are facts. How you interpret those facts, that is your truth, your perspective. And like Janet says, we're we're good with it, whatever that may be. Absolutely. So ultimately, friends, I have witnessed many mothers in my lifetime bury their children, many fathers. Also, I had my own uh, difficulty with five pregnancies 
in between my two children that I am. So I am a mother. As one of my professions, I work as a reading and math interventionist. And I work with hundreds of kids, <laughs> worked with thousands probably this far. And the idea here being, I love children. So why would children be attacked? Now, something that I've worked with Karen and other people in the past is, and I've learned it through my mentors and my own personal truths and experiences is if you are hyper triggered by something, there is information there for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, if you are totally. by someone's response, by an action, by something that has transpired in any which way, and specifically a hurtful, impactful way, there is information for you there and there perhaps something for you to heal. So for me, I couldn't help but be myself and immediately start to connect dots and say, all right, so this is officially a very big pattern, America. What are we not addressing? What are we not looking at, right? I start with the outside first because friends, as humans, it's easier for us to point fingers and look at the outside that someone else blame, 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 blame. Yeah. Before we can turn that finger right around and point it right to our own nose. So as I started looking at it, I was like, America, you are delay avoidant Mm -hmm. with rectifying this situation. America. And listen how I said it the first time you as if I was not part of this puzzle. Prayers will get you places. Thoughts can create reality. But what is the action? What is the inspired action from all of us to do our own work with ourselves, with our children, with our systems, with our government? I promise I wanted to point the blame to begin with. But it only took me about 10 minutes to realize, all right, Janet. What's your role? How have you been avoided? You're a teacher. You worked in the goddamn school systems. You work with children every day. You love children. No parent wants to bury their child in such an atrocious way. Where are we? Janet, forget the we. Where are you? Where are you? So immediately, once I realized it was about me and like, because the trigger, right? The trigger is about me, not the acts. The acts serve greater contracts for humanity and for those families. But once I was able to bring it towards self and see why I was so impacted by it, I realized, Janet, you have knowings, you have knowledge, you have resources, you have understandings, you have systems, you have people, you know, people, why aren't we creating the meetings to start the action? Mm. Yeah. I'm a great Operator. I'm great at making an introductions. So why am I shying away from that? Just doing my little part. By the way, all of us have a part. I don't care who you are. It wouldn't be happening in our collective reality if we didn't have a part, but it's much easier to sit down and watch from the phone and read from the television or the phone, the article, whatever, <laughs> than to stand forward and be the fucking change that you want to see in this world. First of all, what kind of change would that look like? Well, first of all, who are these people? What do they need? How can we ease their pain right now or a task for them at this moment? Secondly, 
what does it look like for us to really start making initiatives within the schools and the systems to hit these babies young, to observe them, give them compassion, love before they grow up to buy a weapon with such malintent. So the idea being friends, yes, I have compassion for the individuals who were the victims of this act, but I also have compassion for the person who saw no other way to participate in an act to relieve something within themselves. And the ability to do it. We make it easy. We make it very easy to have the ability to do it. And and a lot of people are saying, well, it's mental health. Well, yes, yes, it is mental health. Howsomever, why are we making it so easy for people with a mental health issue? And that includes myself. And that includes every single one of us because we all have a mental health issue that comes and goes. You know, we may be functioning, but it comes and goes. I like that you say all. We all do. We all do. It's just, there is no, you know, we talk about dysfunctional families. There is no such thing as a functional family. We are all dysfunctional families. It's just a question of how much dysfunction is there in our family. And then what do you do with it? And what do you do with it? And and there is the decision to make the change. And this is where a lot of people that I talk to get really It was interesting to me. All right, I'm going off here a little bit. I was talking to somebody the other day, and I often say it is a choice. It is a choice. And this person said, well, when you use the word choice, what I hear is shame. And of course, that's not at all what my thought was. So I had to come up, what is my definition of choice when I use that term? And it is basically a decision to make a change. It's a decision to not stay in the status quo anymore. And that is the choice and we all have it. After we make that decision, after we make that declaration that this isn't going to happen anymore in my life. I will do all I can for maybe it will be the rest of my life. Maybe it will go into the next life, but I will continue to do whatever I can to make this change because I have made that decision and I've made that choice. Yeah. So it is it is the choice of what are we going to do? And you know me, guys, you know me. It's and if you don't, you're going to learn. It's it is a choice. It is a decision. And then you 
take the action that supports that choice, that supports that decision. You find the resources to help. And it has to be for me personally to take those actions. It has to be worth the time, energy, and money. If it's not worth the time, energy, and money to take that action, at this moment, don't take the action. Yeah. Yeah. In other words, friends, there has to be an inspiration for you to do it. Yeah. So I could use the pain of this current situation to be bitter or to be better. And I have chosen, and it's interesting, I had started making some videos with an infant, with with babies and toddlers for parenting, for classes. And originally I was going to sell them in a package, you know, as part of my business. But I'm realizing that there's so much more I can do with it. Yeah. By just making it accessible. By just making it accessible. And so I'll make plenty of money off of all of my other things, my friends. That's um, I'm not even worried about that. I just know that this pain was personal for me and enough as a mother to know that I don't want another human being to go through this if possible. And to do what I know. Now think about that. How many of us parents out there, we know things. Yeah. How many of us non-parents? Let's give it the next generation a little bit more expertise. Grandparents, no. They already did it. Lived it and learned it. The thing is, we have so much that we can do for each other. And it begins by remembering there is no me versus you and you versus me. It is the me and you and the you and me. And yes, some of us are functioning from the me versus you. And I even find myself in that place sometimes for my own past traumas. Mm -hmm. But when we raise a society of children or to our best to do so, where we explain that there is no you versus me and there is no me versus you, then we can't actually sit back as other Americans in this country and watch another community go through this. We have to actually support each other, come together and make and take real action. Agreed. Agreed. We need to work together. We need, we have a common cause, hopefully. And if we don't, that's something to look at as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what is going on and what shifts, what changes can we make in our thought processes, our abilities, our actions to be whole, to to do what brings us what we need to have that peace. What, what, What is it? And each one of us is different. So for many people, bless them. Um, uh, hey, they, they invite me, come, come walk with us, walk in front of the state house, 
state our our women's rights, our women's bodies, our women's whatever, or war or whatever. Come walk with us. And for me, personally, I have to tell you, it isn't worth the time, energy and money. It really isn't for me. There are different ways that I make my stance known, and that is writing letters, going to my elected representatives, giving them a phone call, leaving a message, um, letting people know, reaching out, having the podcast, reaching out, letting you know that things can be changed. Things can be different. Things can be better. We can be whole. We can have peace, not, not, not a utopia. I mean, th that's one of the wonderful gifts that Janet was talking about earlier. What do we need to look at ourselves? And we cannot appreciate peace without the polarity of the lack thereof. Yeah, the turmoil. Mm-hmm. So it, it is important to recognize that turmoil. And all right, may I give you an example here? I'm in the D.C. area and I have a lot of family here and they're wonderful. And it's it, it's been so great to see them. And it was so interesting to me, though. The last time I was down here, my parents are actually buried at, buried at uh, Arlington National Cemetery. So I try and see them when I come. And the first time I tried, it was a disaster. I mean, it was a disaster. I got stuck. The city had changed. The one-way streets became two-way streets. The two-way streets became one-way. I was upside down and backwards. And Finally, I said, all right, I know this area. I can see the cemetery. It's right on the other side of that bridge. And the road was closed. And I said, okay, there's got to be another way. And I looked at my watch and I was supposed to be um, 20 miles away in about 20 minutes. And I'm in downtown DC. I was not going to make it. So I said, okay. Hi, mom. Hi, dad. Can't, can't see you this time around, maybe the next time. So then I go out and I, I found that the way I knew to get to my appointment, all those roads had turned one way. So I start going up an exit ramp and this cop car comes behind me with the lights flashing and the siren going saying, what do you think you're doing? You can't do this. I said, but it's an exit ramp. And he said, but you can't do this. It's not an exit ramp today. And I thought, really? I, I, I saw signs, but I didn't know what they meant. And I'm sorry, what do I do? Do I back down? He says, no, you can't back down. What do I do? I said, I've, ju I've just come down here from Maine. And I, what do I do? 
Well, he was he was charming. He said, "Okay, I forgive you. You may go on your way. Just remember, never do this again. And I said, I promise I've learned my lesson here. Now I know what the signs mean and what all of those. And mind you, I couldn't see either. It it was fun. Anyway. All right. Next time I come down to see my parents at Arlington. And I came with some family members. And they drove because they knew their way around. We got lost. So I go in to get my day pass because I lost my day pass, my automatic pass that I could go in and out at leisure. I lost it. So, all right. I went in to get the day pass. I came out. My family member had moved. The car wasn't there. No idea where they were. None whatsoever. So I start walking over to a parking lot and some guy says, no, no one's in that parking lot for you. This is for the buses. I said, well, that's cute. What do I do now? And my tension level is going up and my blood pressure is going up. And I was so teed off. And what that allowed me to do, though, and I, I almost an hour later, I did hook up with my family and we did get to see my parents after driving around all the places we weren't supposed to go which was also getting me very upset. So I finally got to see my parents. I said, hi, bye, and we're on our way. And we continued to drive around places we weren't supposed to go in Arlington. And my family was just thrilled to pieces. They could drive around Arlington, not think twice about it. And I, I'm, I'm freaking out because we weren't supposed to do that. So finally, and then my family member says, Karen, you seem upset. Are you upset for some reason? So it all worked out. We got home and I said, this was not going to happen again. It's not the next time I go by myself. So this time my husband and I went. It was perfect. It was absolutely perfect. We planned it out. It was the right time of day. Everything was perfect. We didn't go on any toll roads. We had two GPSs. We had it planned. I pulled up and I told my husband to go in and get the day pass. Everyone was just wonderful, helpful in every way, shape, and form. It was great. It couldn't have been better. It really was wonderful. And I thought, all right, so the turmoil that I was experiencing before taught me, taught me something about myself. And I made a choice not to let it happen again. And I started a plan to make sure it didn't happen. And it was wonderful. Yeah. I think that's the thing is that you took initiatives and plans to do this. 
the, the event that transpired for these children that is, I don't know, so there's some type of post or on Facebook that goes out with all the shootings of, at schools, yeah. mass forcing that has, I don't know, maybe 80 schools on it, 60 to 80 schools, a lot. It, yeah, there, yes. there are more shootings with ha- more than half of them schools, yeah. high school down. And, and, and it's, it's, there are more shootings than there are days in the year. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. And they've been happening for years, for years. I don't see it present day calming until we take some inspired actions to calm them, mm-hmm. to put in plans, initiatives, friends, even something like World War II was contracted mm-hmm. for collective humanity to wake up, to seek compassion and love for another. Look at how avoidant they were for years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm say they because I wasn't alive but who knows maybe another version of me was alive I feel that it was don't know in which capacity but the idea here being avoidance led to millions millions yeah yeah the idea that this couldn't happen to us everything is fine I'll just put my head in the sand everything is fine um and you know to a point, that's not a bad thing. It's not to a point. I agree. However, we've managed mostly to go. I mean, we're obviously having tensions right now and war. Yeah. In part of the world right now. But it did that chaos, that turmoil did was followed by many years of less turmoil. I won't say peace. Mm-hmm. Know that there is always been some type of war or there's always been some type of disturbance happening but similarly to where you had a really nice experience in dc versus the not nice experience i mean think of how many days someone on the west coast of our country goes without experiencing wildfire yeah yeah how many days do you go without one and then one does come same thing i'm from the gulf coast how many days do we have in a year without a hurricane mm-hmm. and then one comes there is there is a duality here in this realm of our existence that there is both light and there is dark there is drought there is rain there is love there is fear and there's everything in between all of that so love is the polarity of love is everything in between all polarities it, it, it is the commonality. Love is the commonality. Yeah. And learning, learning from our experiences, acknowledging them, not to be fearful, mm-hmm. but acknowledging that there is, we have power inside of us. That power is so strong if we allow it to be, not to be feared but to allow it to show us what we can do, how we can be prepared. Indeed, you know, it's because of what's going on in the world now. I know I was in Germany and in Germany, 
World War II, that's where it all starts. Hitler, Germany, Nazism, all of this. And believe it or not, in Western Germany, they have learned. They have learned. They're very strict. They're very follow the rules. But you know where you stand. They, they don't shy away. When they, they call somebody an idiot, they mean it. <laughs> they say what they mean. They mean what they say. Now, we don't do a lot of that in this country, but that's one of my mantras, too. Say what you mean, mean what you say, but say it with love. Say it with kindness. Anyway, I'm off track. But what they were seeing going on in the world, in our country, in Ukraine, in the world, in Russia, wherever, China. And the comment that was most often said was, don't you get it? Haven't you learned anything since World War II? This is going on now. And if you don't do something about it now, we got a problem. The world has a problem because the world is getting smaller each and every day. But you, we all have to work together. Not that we all have to agree, but we all have to work together for a common world because the world is smaller every day. We, their technology makes it small. We know what's going on in an instant. It, it, it's, it's a crazy thing, Janet, and all of you listening. It's a crazy thing. The thing that I am seeing more often than not is that we forget our learnings. And, you know, I, I often bring this up to parents regularly. Why do we forget? I know. You think about how much information you process by just visually being awake in a day. Mm-hmm. If you assume you have vision, let's assume you don't have vision, you have auditory, how much information is consumed in a day. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. So it has to be filed. It has to be stored. And by the way, one of the things that we innately try not to do sometimes is to live it, our brain. For those of you who have had childhood trauma, know that sometimes you can't even remember it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, yeah. We have to wake up and do this life again tomorrow. How do you do it carrying so much pain? And that is facing that pain, whatever it is. We don't have to remember everything that happened before, but we Mm -hmm. do need to know it, recognize it, Mm -hmm. allow it, and not allow it to overtake us, but, but allow it to teach us remember the teachings so that we can move forward with joy and friendship. Yeah. It's, it's like giving love to a bully. That's where I look at the fear and pain that shows up in us sometimes yeah. giving love to a bully. So interesting, right? Because I think that that's something that we've even not just the bully, the things that we don't like about ourselves, 
Well, we are our our own worst bully. (laughs) Our own worst bully. We don't stop to nurture that. I don't remember who it was, but there's a spiritual teacher out there. I think it was Teal Swan or someone, but they said they had this really fantastic video I saw some time ago that says no crime act or good, good action comes from a place, no benevolent or malevolent action comes from a, a, a bad place, it comes from a place of wanting to feel better. Yeah. So if that's so, for those of you who align with that truth, if that is so, then obviously coming together for these families, but also coming together for those individuals who are struggling right now and feel like a lost toy, who feel like they do not belong, that they are ostracized, that they are not loved, that they do not have value or worth. A lot of our society for criminals or those who have made errors has a tendency to point fingers and make these people out to be even worse. There is not truly a way to integrate individuals into a world where they have mostly experienced negativity, persecution, judgment. And the way to do that would be in fact to nurture them, to create a safe space, to love the bully. It's letting people recognize that there is an alternative that is not horribly painful. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was reading about a, uh, a woman who was brought up in a, a cult, um, but it wasn't a cult. It was her own family. It was simply her family. And they... Um, home homeschooled which i think is i love homeschooling uh for different people i love regular schooling you know public schooling for regular some people but in this particular case it they what are they called janet they are um survivalists Mm. she was brought up in a survivalist fear um make sure don't trust anybody because they are all against us. Make sure we have plenty of guns to save ourselves and don't listen to anybody but us. And finally, I've forgotten how she got out of that, but she started thinking for herself and she said, you know what? This does not compute. There's got to be more. And I'm curious as to what that would look like. And with help, with contraband books, uh, she was able to get out of that. And and now she is a world-renowned public speaker for people who have that um, thought process, I guess, that there is nothing they can do. It, once you've made the choice, you can't do it alone. You can't do it alone. Everybody needs somebody to help them along. 
but it is making the choice, making the decision that there's got to be something that is not going to hurt somebody else or yourself, and you can still feel good. Yeah. You can still feel whole. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, it is possible. It is absolutely possible. Um, and all of these families with these small children, a friend of mine actually uh, lost her child to, to suicide. And it was and is a horrible thing. I can't even imagine it. I don't ever want to experience it, but I, my heart goes out to all of you who may be feeling this pain. And I can feel what I can feel. It's not what you're feeling, I know. Yeah. But there is hope. I guess that's what I want to get at. This woman just wrote uh, a book. It's called From Pain to Peace. And there is hope. Just reach out. Don't, if, if you reach out and you get the help and it's not what you need, look more. Because there are people out there who can help you the way you need to be helped or want to be helped, put it that way. Yeah. And if you're not in that position to wanting the help right now, that's whole as well. Absolutely. It's all in your good time. Mm -hmm. It's all in any of our time. Yeah. Just love yourself, my friends. Like know that our love, Karen and I's love are with you yeah. during this time. We think of you. We pray for you. Pray for a breath. Pray for just a second. So much love for your babies. Please know that between Karen and I, and I know, I'm sure thousands, maybe hopefully millions of others, that we will do our best today and tomorrow. For those of us who are more of the instigators, pot stirrers, and have a tendency to take the lead on things to create change and shift, I ask you to join me and to collaborate, reach out. Let me know if we can work together somehow. I would love to connect. I would love to be able to come to some resolutions and solutions, plans, attempts, anything. Not anything has to be fine-tuned when it's released. But about continuously learning what it takes or how it can be developed and what can, it can emerge to be for our babies. For our babies. Um, my first experience with this type of thing what was I was in high school and I remember they shut down our high school when something like this was happening and they let us, it was Columbine. And those of us who were of school age at that time officially have children of this age. 
So we're now seeing a generational pattern. We have a choice to continue to watch it happen in our children's generation or to get a lot more craftier to do our best to stop it. And there is a fine line. I know there's a fine line. How do you not terrorize your child while keeping them safe? Mm -hmm. And so many children now are going to school each day terrorized. And, And they're learning to protect themselves, which is what has to happen. Because the more you are prepared, the more safety you can create. It is a fine line, but it is a decision to find that wholeness, to find that peace. And as Janet says, we are here in any way that we can support you to help you find that peace, find that wholeness, find a sense of calm that when practiced regularly will create peace. We are here for you. So please don't hesitate to read out, reach out to us. Put a, a comment in the um, comments below. Reach out to us by email, Facebook Messenger. However, we're here for you. We just beg you. Don't try and do it by yourself. It takes too long and life is short. Yeah. And similarly, friends, and this is a theme that I've been having with a lot of my clients this week. We all have a role in how messy things get. Yeah. All of us have a role in how messy things get. From where you spend your money and energy and attention to where you don't spend it. So I ask you today, you know, it took more than one person to get to this point of this act of what happened, everything from manufactured weapons to perhaps mental health. We don't know. There was none diagnosed prior to, to benevolent, benevolent actions that create a human being to who they are today. So between all of us, we get to these places. It takes a lot more between all of us to set things to a balance. So I challenge you, my friends, and I challenge myself personally. I always say that if I'm saying something to you, it's actually for me. (laughs) All right. You're challenging all of us, Janet. What can you do? Who can you help? Who can you write a letter to? What do you want to see in your reality? 
because I really don't want to see this one again. Agreed. Agreed. Well, folks, I hope that you've gotten some thought processes going, that you have some resources to create that support, to think about what you can do that works for you, that allows you to feel the peace and wholeness that is your birthright. And until next time, Janet and I wish you all the best. Everybody who is listening to this, all the best to your wholeness. Thank you. Bye-bye for now.